0: And welcome to this episode of the Wind Down Rewind. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Thank you for joining us as we update you on the latest in entertainment and pop culture news. Where to start, where to start, where to start? Tammy, there has been a whole lot going on in the news the past couple of weeks since our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, we can start with Ellen saying goodbye we'll say hello with Ellen saying goodbye see what I did there see what I did there so clever (laughs) (laughs) so oh wait a minute I also know where we're gonna start my bad back up rewind reverse we gotta start this show off right happy birthday oh god
1: That was a perfect segue. Like, I, I like how you did that. That was, that was really good.
0: <laughs> That's how
1: we gonna start. It's your birthday, though. It's my birthday.
0: It's my birthday. Go <laughs> so shorty. It's your birthday. We gonna party like it's your birthday. We gonna see a party like it's your birthday. Okay. Let's go so, back to Ellen. <laughs> we, we can get to her in a moment since it's your birthday and I remember what we were supposed to do last year on your birthday oh blessings but um, I just want to say that the world is going to start getting back to semi-normal soon you know because they announced the mask off and stuff like that so are you going to go out and do something mask for your birthday?
1: Absolutely not I don't <laughs> trust these people <laughs> I don't. I don't trust none of these people because I feel that if you go maskless, I don't know if you're going maskless because, you know, you never was wearing the mask or if you're going maskless because you're vaccinated. So I can't trust none of these people. Nah, I'm good. Thank I'm you. Good. Or if
0: you were reluctantly wearing a mask and you're not vaccinated and you were never about that mask life and now you just yeah, like, Buck it, Buck it. I ain't got to do it no more. I don't, I don't even have to no more. I got I don't you. you. I, I got trust you. I trust you. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get to
1: Ellen. Sorry, Ellen. Before we get to Ellen, <laughs> right? I remembered a storyline. Like we did not put this on the list, but it just popped into my head because it is my birthday. So we never talked about. Did we ever talk about Zach Efron?
0: Zach Efron's new face? Yes. (laughs) No, we didn't. I okay Tammy loves Zach Efron like he Love. is her I don't know if he's your Leo is he your Leo he's, he's on her baby on daddy him. list let me put he it that
1: is. way
0: he, he's okay. always
1: been on it can, can I just say look y'all I have loved Zach Efron since he was in a show called Summerland um, which premiered of course in the summer he was 13 years old <laughs> Um and I have been a fan of his. I was a teenager as well, so don't be thinking nothing. <laughs> so, but I have loved him since I saw him in the show Summerland when he was 13 years old. Like he got on my list and he's never left it. I have been faithful to him through all of the great show, great movies and horrible movies that he has done throughout the years. But I don't I don't I don't know if he can stay in his place with this face
0: yeah the, <laughs> I, I i i too remember summerland and i thought he was a cutie i never jumped on a high school musical train that's not my my that's not my bag i, I stayed out i of did that. it just for him i did it just for him yeah you know you know how i feel about musicals my musicals i prefer them on broadway and stage it's not necessarily in movies and stuff Movie. <laughs> um but and so a couple of weeks ago i was on the amazingness that it's twitter i love twitter by the way i you know i, I i I, i'm random and i select what i what i view on twitter but i saw he was trending and we were at the day job and i just sent it to tammy because i knew she loved zach i'm like (laughs) she did she did me so wrong she did me so
1: (laughs) wrong y'all on i'm in the middle of my work and then all of a sudden i'm like huh what did she send me this time from twitter (laughs) open up that
0: text message and I said oh hell no see I figured as a true friend I should break it to her before Twitter broke it to her you know I didn't want her to experience that Twitter heartbreak so as a friend it was my job and yes I'm that person who in the middle of the day at work should be working and sometimes I get distracted by Twitter and I just you know distract all my friends with the stuff that I find on Twitter the random stuff because I'm me It's part of the time that we're in right now. (laughs) But, um, so I, I did my duty as a friend and I figured it would be better coming from me than the harsh world of Twitter. And, um, I at first thought, Hey, I knew that, you know, he'd been booked. He, 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 he's big on his muscles and stuff like that. Um, and I saw it and I'm like, something's not quite right. And I'm looking and I'm looking and I read the comments and I'm like, yeah, that's what's not quite right. And I, not to shame, but nah, I'm not down with the new face.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and I will say, look, look, when I mean that him and Colin Farrell are my number ones, like nobody is above them. Like nobody is above Colin Farrell and Zach Efron. Like I couldn't even choose which one. Like, it, it was always, like, I'm seeing everything that they're in. Colin Farrell's a better actor. But when it comes to, like, who I love, it was a tie. Like, I'll take both of them at the exact same time. But, um, but um, yeah, that face, when I saw the jaw, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm, like I don't want to shame you, but who did that to you, boo? Like, you know you were sexy beforehand, right? Like, who told you you wasn't sexy anymore, that you had to go and do this to yourself? Let me know because I will go and I will drag them, drag them. Well, but yeah.
0: And th- th- there are some more pictures that popped up. I was looking it up, and they're saying that he has, um, that he has returned to his normal face. So maybe it was for a movie, maybe it was an app, maybe it was I don't know. But I that was my first thing we talked about. Mm-hmm. I told her, I said I. I'm hoping this is like for a movie, like you movie did. makeup you did, or something yeah, like you that. say that. So they're saying that he's looking back to normal. We'll see. Um, Whoa, I don't look, know. Maybe he Zach. ate some bad puff fish in Australia, you know, because that's where he's living now. So I don't know. Look, Zach, Zachy, 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 Efron, Efron,
1: um, do not ever in your life again post that mess. <laughs> as, as a joke, as a prank, I don't care what it is. Don't you ever be trending on Twitter over that mess again? I'm gonna let you know. Don't don't, don't do it. Don't do it. You better stick to that beautiful face that you originally have.
0: <laughs> um. Now, oh, I'm sorry. We can... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now we can it's get you, it to Ellen. It's, it's your birthday, don't shorty. <laughs> um, Ellen is saying goodbye, and and something I think that doesn't really surprise most people is especially after the drama last year um Ellen is in her talk show after next season um season 19 um and I
1: that's a very significant year you know
0: 19 is
1: a very significant number
0: yeah like I I have a I have a love not love hate relationship with Ellen I appreciate everything she's done I remember her on her show I remember when she came out I remember all the hardships she faced I I used to love her talk show I did and but one thing I noticed when I watched it is that she was kind of rude like she would cut people off and not let them finish talking and stuff like that and I don't know, She she's just being checked out from the show for a long time for me. And um, so I, I stopped watching unless there was someone on that I wanted to see. And then of course I could just go to YouTube and watch the clips. But um, so last year when it came out that you know her her talk show was one of the capitals of toxic work environment or toxicity, whatever, um, that was a big deal, it was a big scandal. So now in ending her show, she says that that she felt like all that was very orchestrated and misogynistic and the man was basically out to get her.
1: Was it the three men that ended up getting fired for creating that um, work environment? I is, don't... It, I... Is that what she's saying? Because I, I will say that while I also was a fan of her show when it first premiered, um, you know, and I felt that she was very fun-loving. Um slowly throughout the years I started to see that that was a very fake persona that she was presenting and she's extremely standoffish. Um she she's not the friendliest person and I'm not not to say that she's a mean person but she's not the most approachable person and um I have gotten that vibe on just watching her show and see how she talks to people and but you can also tell like you know she she, she also has great qualities because some of her um, you know bestest like celebrity friends like I think they um, are, are really great people from you know what, what I've um, seen and noticed and behind the scenes and everything like that um, so yeah, but like I lost interest in her show a long time ago, and I was the same thing, the same way as you. Is that if anyone was on her show that I definitely was interested in seeing, I would just go on YouTube and like watch it because everything's on YouTube now, um, rather than actually watching the full show. I couldn't get through her whole hour show anymore, and I used to watch it all the time. So, um, you know, I mean, granted, it came out and y'all had to deal with it, and. Um, maybe you don't feel like you're going to bounce back the way that you would want to bounce back from it. So you're rich enough that, yeah, go ahead and end your show. That's fine. Like, you you know, you're, you're like, it's hilarious to kind of say this, but you're like the white Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, you're not as rich as Oprah, but like, you're like the white, the white Oprah, which is amazing because, you know, Oprah's a black woman and I'm saying like, she's like the white black woman. But, um... <laughs> But, like, just on how you she did connect to her audience and everything like that, and she had a huge um, fan base and following. Um, yeah, like, you know, so I'm okay with her ending it. Um, I don't think that she's ending it on her own terms. I think that you're forced to end your show um, because y'all cannot solve the behind-the-scenes um, drama that is going on. But, you know, do you, boo? Like, you, you still riches, you know as my what, what is the rich dude with the gold Midas
0: King Midas, Midas. yes you're, yeah. you're still
1: rich like Midas so you good
0: yeah I, I agree like you know it to say you 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 knew 19 was going to be the magical number no most people go for 20 or something like that so. exactly but for you the, the one thing that I do think that she was honest about and 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 in her explanation, was that she no longer feels challenged by it. And like I said, I could see that. It seemed like she kind of checked out a long time ago. Um, as far as her being... Now, I've heard different things. i heard she's in person, actually not the nicest person, um, that, she, that she's kind of snobby, that she treats, you know, that... And on one hand, I get kind of being standoffish because I'm extremely introverted and I'm standoffish to people I don't know. That's just my personality, but you know. So I'm not going to blame her for that. But if you really are as mean and bitchy to the people who don't quote unquote who aren't on that phantom A-list... Um, then that's a that's a problem, but um, you know. Um, so Ellen is ending after 19 seasons. This is us. The soft fest that is this is us is also ending next year. I know you're so sad because that is your favorite show. Yeah, and, I'm and Black and Blackish is ending next year too. It was renewed for its eighth and final year. So um, shout out to Blackish for lasting that long. It's a hell of a show. I like it. Yes, um, I, I will
1: agree with you on that one. I think Blackish was a
0: great show, um, and I love how they kept with the time, like, yeah. a really great show, and, um, the spinoff, Grown, I love Grownish, the spinoff, the one that went back and told Bo's story Mixed, this, um, it got canceled, but it got two seasons, so, you know, um, shout out to Kenya Bears, you know, doing your thing, and, um, creating some good shows, now, his show, The Wonder Years, did get picked up, too, mm-hmm. which is a reboot of the show, um, The Wonder Years, and this one's gonna be centered around a Black family, so, Um, you know, uh, just some endings, some goodbyes, some some things we're saying goodbye to, some things we're saying hello to. We'll see how that goes. Um, This one I'm kind of sneaking in here. Not just to say, well, no. She um, always does this to me, y'all. She always does this. But go ahead, Eddie. I do. I I do. Um, Just to say, I don't know. I just thought it was a funny story. It's kind of sad um the Joe Button story just about the pod, the way his podcast imploded on air um I, I really don't know what to say about it just that. Hey you didn't even listen to his podcast I know that's what I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm not a Joe Button fan like when I saw like you know me I'll like I said I'm that I'm the Twitter person I go on Twitter I like Twitter and i ignored the bullshit on twitter i know you know i know that twitter is a landmine of toxic mess i know what it is but i like it so when i saw him but when i saw him trending the exact thing i said is what did this fool do now why the fuck is he trending right so i go and i watched a video and i'm like oh he blew up again okay so, once I heard, even though I didn't listen to the podcast, I have no use for Joe Budden. Not a fan of Joe Budden. Besides that one song that he had way back in the day. I can't even remember the song. So, I was just not surprised by what he did. Um, you know, I was just like, wow. You know, but it was fucked up. But, you know. So, that was the one that, was the one that I was sneaking in there for you. Um. So, where do you want to go? Ah. Lakeith Stanfield is in the news, uh, for moderating, um, an anti-Semitic chat room, which I think was run by Ice Cube that was co-signing on Louis Farrakhan.
1: Yeah. Okay. So like, um, the background of this is, is that, um, he joined this chat room in order to, Oh, that was about Louis Farrakhan. And they were talking about Louis Farrakhan. The chat room had been, or the chat had been shut down previously for, for extremely racist and anti-Semitic comments. It got way out of hand. They had shut down the chat room. And then, um, I, I think like another group of people who really wanted it to keep the conversation open on Louis Farrakhan without like all that, um, toxic you know um mess that was going on open up another chat room to really like you know talk about Louis Farrakhan and his ideas which I find hilarious seeing as how Louis Farrakhan is anti-semitic so um and it went you know way left field once again um Lakeith Stanfield like joined the chat and as soon as they saw that he joined he's a big name so they made him a moderator. He didn't ask to be a moderator. He didn't sign in to be a moderator. It wasn't like he was an organizer of this chat. Um, they made him a moderator. And of course, the conversation once again went extremely racist and extremely anti-Semitic. He never once spoke up. He never once shut down um, what was being said. And he stayed in the chat. And 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 that is where the issue is coming in, is that you know he had to come out with a whole big statement Um, you know, and his first statement was worse than his second statement. His second statement actually apologized for what happened. His first statement was kind of like a, you know, it is what it is kind of, um, comment. And, um, yeah, so you kind of, you know, you're, what did you always tell me? Silence is what, Eddie? Complicity? Yes. So his silence was complicity. The fact that you were in this chat, you heard what they were talking about. You you saw the comments, you read the comments that they were um, posting in this chat and you stayed in the chat and never once did you call any of, you know, these racist and anti-Semitic comments out. Then yes, um, you were complicit to uh, what was going on in the chat, even if you didn't actually be a moderator. That's just my gist of
0: it. <laughs> um. I and I can't disagree with you. You know, uh, and I think you explained it very very well. I was he, he, you know, he's come out. and He apologized. I didn't see the first statement. I saw the second statement where he was where he actually explained what happened. Um, I read that and uh, I was like, okay but I'm with you. Silence is complicity. And when you see, you know who you are, you know what your name is. And when you saw that they made you a moderator of the chat, which basically makes you one of the people who are quote unquote in charge of the chat, even though you didn't ask for it, um, or one of the people who are co-signing or co-hosting, however you want to put it on this chat, your name is now attached to, it's not like, oh, yo, and, and, you know it's not like when you're on verses and you see all the people who are coming in on on ig who are in who are there it's like oh you can't just say oh lakeese stanfield was in here you were made a moderator and so when you saw that you didn't do anything to leave the chat you didn't when you see when you start to see the toxic shit popping off you just stayed so your silence by your silence it made you complicit in that um, so now you're having your P- you're having to pay your PR team overtime to you know clean up your mess and uh, mm-hmm. especially from the whole like and we're in this we're here we are we're in a stage where if it is what it is isn't good enough when people disrespect us if that isn't good enough for us anymore then why should it be good enough for someone else why should we be with that as an apology for someone else. For, doing, for disrespecting someone else if if you wouldn't accept it as an apology for yourself then don't try to lay that bullshit out for someone out there for someone else and think that it's okay now i am a fan of lakeith stanfield you know me I, this doesn't change that it just may, it, you know we all do problematic shit at times we've all done something we shouldn't have stayed somewhere too long um been silent when we probably should have spoken up so um but yeah, it, it's just one of those things that I think could have been easily avoided. Um, maybe he was high and didn't realize. I don't know. But you know, it's just—it was just a sign of bad judgment. I'm guessing. I, this is the first I've ever heard of anything like that. So, you know, um, look, not going to cancel him over it, okay? <laughs> no,
1: ain't. Oh, God. <laughs> And I feel like that's, that's a beautiful segue into the next um, story that we're going to talk about. Well, the whole cancel culture is nonsense that we'll talk about. But yes, like, this is not, this is not, like, I'm also a fan of Lakeith Stanford. I, I think that he's a phenomenal, phenomenal actor. Um, And this is not a cancellation, but this is holding him responsible for his actions and him having to deal with the consequences of his silence. And... Just because you happen to be a black man don't mean I'm not gonna hold you accountable um, for for your actions. So just hopefully he has learned from this and it this does not happen again. that's that's what I'm going to say on that on that um, on this story.
0: Yeah. Um, so you heard uh, uh, a couple weeks ago we had the Kentucky Derby and I love watching usually I love watching the Kentucky Derby Um, Rona has just truly fucked me up I haven't really watched sports the way I normally do Um, and so I didn't even to be honest and I guess because everything's just been so different um, everything's just kind of changed in this past year so I am interested to see what the new normal is going to be anyway so normally, I love watching the Kentucky Derby, but this year I didn't even know when the Kentucky Derby was. Okay, um, and usually it's around Mother's Day. I think it, it was still around that same time. So the horse that won the Kentucky Derby is named Medina Spirit, and um, it's trained by one of the most popular uh, trainers in the Kentucky Derby, Bob Baffert, and he's won all his horses. They've won. He's won the most Kentucky Derbies ever. Um, and he's a great trainer. So, uh, but after the after the Derby, it came out that Medina Spirit failed the drug test. Um, the horse had been um, they had too much of a certain drug in their system, and so uh, I think they're going to have to give it another test and see how that next sample comes out. And if it's if it's still positive, then they may strip the horse of the Derby um, title. So the uh, Bob Baffert, the trainer, went on to your favorite news station, Tammy. I'm sorry, to Al. you. went on to faux news, um, and he basically said that them taking if they do this, then it is the height of cancel culture. <laughs> now, let me segue into this. This is I just told you that you know he's one of the most prolific trainers, horse trainers in derby history, in the whole horse training field or whatever. But this is like the 30th time one of his horses (laughs) has got busted for (laughs) over-doping. And this is like the fifth time in the last year that one of his horses has gotten busted for doping. So, like, he dopes his horses. Like, this is not a new thing. He's no cause. He got caught. Yeah. So, and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about. First of all, how the fuck is it cancel culture if you doped your horse and you got caught? It's called dealing with the consequences just like we were talking about with LaKeith Stanfield, you being held accountable and called out on your bullshit and someone holding you to account for your bullshit is not cancel culture. It's called dealing with consequences. It's like, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. And I think this is a term we talked about a couple of episodes ago, how we wish they would just kind of cancel it all together because it's been just bastardized at this point and no one yeah. truly understands what cancel culture is anymore right like, so but yeah what do you think about that
1: um i think like we can talk about anything and the fact that um they have turned this term of cancel culture into um a negative phenomenon and so they make it seem like being canceled is not like all of a sudden you're you're losing fans and it's because if i don't like something that someone that i used to be a fan of is doing yes I'm no longer going to support you yes I am canceling you because I don't support you but that's because of your actions your words is the reason why I cannot support you if you come out and you say something racist yes I am no longer supporting you you have lost a fan you are going to be canceled like that, that that is how it is I don't understand how All of a sudden, it's like when you do things that should not be accepted by society, that you should not have to deal with the consequences. Like, how is it that you should not lose money? You should not lose endorsements. You should not lose sponsorship. Like, how how have we come to a society where you should not deal with consequences of being sexist, homophobic, racist, xenophobic? ableist any of the otherisms that is like if you are anti you 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 gonna lose fans you are going to lose fans if you're a complete asshole yes you're going to lose fans why because you're an asshole you're racist you're sexist you're homophobic like and I don't agree with that so I'm gonna let you go not to say your other fans ain't gonna support you
0: and, and well said bravo 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 <laughs> um and the people who have turned this into such um, a, po- and I'm just gonna say it's a political talking point at this point for the yes. right. Whenever they don't like something, but you at this point for what it for what it is, um, it used to be a term where it's just like I'm over it. You know, that's what it was. I'm over it. Um, and like you said, yeah, there are certain times when certain people do deserve to be canceled for the bullshit that they've done, and we we talked about those people in that episode as well, but basically they they're hypocrites because of what they did to carlin kaepernick that is the height of cancel culture, cancel that, culture. Is the, that is the epitome of cancel culture yeah even though Colin kaepernick is thriving and surviving and basically dropped a double finger you know through a double finger salute at you mugs doesn't mean that y'all didn't cancel him the man cannot do he's not he hasn't been able to do what he loves in the past what going on six years now you know, so it's just like, that is cancel culture. What happened to Liz Cheney this week? You know, um yep. that was cancel culture. And it's, I cannot stand Cheney's politics. Do not think Ooh. that this is any endorsement sign of me endorsing Liz Cheney's politics. Okay? Absolutely not. Absolutely but it's, not. It's the principle of it all. You say you removed this woman from her from her chair seat, um, from chairing her, not chairing her committees, but from being the third most powerful uh, Republican in Congress because of what? Because she wouldn't support the big lie? But, um, and you say it's her politics? She voted with Trump more than any other person in Congress. She's one of the most conservative members of Congress. And so that is cancel culture, like... But the, but when they're doing it, it, it's it's what justified? It's not cancel culture. It's reasonable. It's business as usual. I don't understand, right? An yeah, and apparently,
1: I mean, come on, okay, Dr. Seuss, um, Mr. Potato Head, like the lies that they have told,
0: Pepe LePew, Le Pew, Pepe rap-
1: rapist skunk, like 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 when, when they say like, oh, they're canceling Dr. Seuss? No, 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 no. They weren't canceling Dr. Seuss. It wasn't even the public that was canceling Dr. It Seuss. It was Dr. the was- family. that asked for those books to be removed. Like, if you don't tell the story, tell the whole story. But they, they don't. Why? Because they have enough supporters who do not research for themselves. They listen to the, the bullet points. They listen to the catchphrases, and that is all, and they just continue to repeat those catchphrases. And so this whole oh, can't cancel, can't cancel culture, cancel culture, and it's not only it's not only them because also also talking about like you know even going back to like um, Bill Cosby, um, R. Kelly, Chris Brown with the whole drama that he had with Rihanna. And even going back to before social media became what it is, and they'd be like, oh, but well, I don't understand. Like, y'all, y'all just trying to, can't, that's cancel culture. That's cancel culture before social media became a thing. And like, I'm still going to support him. And that's your prerogative. If you want to continue to support people like that, that's your prerogative. But don't hold it against me. And don't say, you know, the world is trying to cancel them just because we're holding them accountable for their actions. You did wrong. You did wrong. You should be held accountable. You're, you you should be affected. If you lose your job, you lose your job. Maybe you'll think twice before you go and apply somewhere else.
0: Yeah, like, it. you know, I, I'm sorry. A, a man uh, drugging and raping women for over 30 years. Yeah, it's way past time for him to be held accountable. Um, a grown ass man molesting um, children and gaslighting women and preying on weak women and I don't mean that the way it sounded that was a poor choice of words but praying on the weak the ones who are not able to um you know messing with their minds and shit like that um being a sexual predator and abuser mentally abusing women is what I'm looking for yes it's way past time for you to cancel hell I canceled Chester a long time ago um like I was one of the ones who was through with him after the tape came out and you know so I I can't even speak yeah that you know once I saw all of that other shit it it was just like wow it was worse than that and it's hard to believe it can get worse than that but um, and so it takes me back to um, if anybody needs to be cancelled it's the whack job Marjorie Taylor Greene who is accosting AOC in the halls of Congress like I wish, you know what? I wish they could have a street fight, and I wish AOC could go full on Bronx Latina on her.
1: Please, she'd never see it coming, and she, 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 she cry her, um, she cry, she cry her white girl tears and keep them moving.
0: Like you know, and, and instead of debating, instead of debating this Green New Deal, they should just put them in a ring and let them go. <laughs>
1: Lord, like, Lord hope that doesn't happen because at the end of the day who would ultimately get consequences for that for those actions would be aoc
0: AOC, but don't you know don't take that as a real suggestion y'all it's not it it, it was just me being it's just you know what it is she's one of those people that you say needed a good ass within like she just needs to run up on the right one at the right time that's what i'm gonna say I'm going to (laughs) quote Jamel Hill on that one. She needs to run up on the right one at the right time. And just like, yeah. And then um, the other person that they need to cancel who they're too busy propping up and supporting, Matt Gaetz. Like, cancel culture should apply to those two, amongst others. But, you know, so uh, we'll see how it goes. But we'll, um, we'll see how it goes. What did you think about Caleb Kennedy from American Idol?
1: Um, I don't watch American Idol. I don't focus on it. Um, I did read up on it. And um, his excuse was that, you know, he was young. He was a teenager. And so I guess he doesn't know any better. Um, and I hate the fact that they are giving this. Uh, they, they're letting this excuse go where, well, their children at, t- at teenagers, like teenagers, that they should just be forgiven for this stuff. They don't know any better. You're a teenager. Like, 14 year olds know better. Eighth graders know better. Um, If you still continue to do it, knowing that it's not the thing to do, then yes, you should be held accountable. I don't care your age. I don't care that you were 15, that you were 16. And and to think that, well, their minds just aren't developed enough. My thing is, is that their minds are not developed enough, but you got states that are putting 12 year olds on death row for murder developed enough for you to want to put these kids on their row but you come out with a racist photo of you sitting next to somebody in a white hood and all of a sudden you didn't know any better at 15 years old give me a fucking break
0: yeah i, I think i could have handled like i said um i i can deal with the poor judgment it was a lack of judgment on my part um i i apologize i could i could have I could deal better with that type of mea culpa than I can with the, oh, I just didn't know. You know what racism is at 15. You can discuss it. Um, yep. You know what's right. You know what's wrong. Um, just come out and say, you know what? That was a different time in my life. I was younger. I I know better now. I, I'm a, I'm a different person. But that, again, it goes back to that almost, it is what it is. It just becomes like, it becomes these hollow words, these talking points, these PR uh-huh. statements that all of all these apologies become it, it, um it, it ranks hollow up there words. with thoughts and prayers you know <laughs> it, oh, it, yes. and now when I really sincerely want to send someone my thoughts and prayers when I want to say that to someone I I think I have to find something else to say because it always that now to me sounds so fucking hollow like it has no meaning so when I hear shit like it is what it is or I was just young and I didn't know better whatever you know that that's pretty much the tone that i get from that so i I file it with the thoughts and prayers and i'm like okay um so yeah we will see um on to the cancel culture i guess Uh, um i guess speaking with cancel culture the golden globes have been were they canceled or were they just they just won't. They just won't be
1: on um, NBC. he said that's that. That's basically what it is. Now, if they were to find a different network to um, host the Golden Globes, then go right ahead. Um, but NBC will not be hosting them. Like, will not be showing them on TV um, next year in 2022. Um, you know, and I know, like you, you're a little bit. You're more familiar with um, this story than I am because I've. I will be honest and say, like, I've kind of given up on award shows um, in the last like two years. I've kind of given up on award shows. Even the TV and movie award shows are just not um, what they used to be. And to hear the backstory of the Golden Globe, I was one of those. I was extremely naive. Um, so I truly believe that everyone who won a Golden Globe like actually won it because they deserved it. And one reason is because I didn't watch everything that was awarded, so you know I couldn't tell you if the person didn't deserve the award over another. I have heard of shows that had never been nominated that should have been nominated, definitely. Um, but yeah, so this was definitely an eye opener for me to hear about all of the drama and the deviousness that was going on behind the scenes of the, what is the HSPA? Yeah, yeah, definitely did not know all of that. But that's because I don't follow that aspect of entertainment as much as you do. So, like, you can definitely, like, educate me a little bit more. And you have educated me a little bit more on that whole thing rather than me, (laughs) you know?
0: Yeah, um, well, you know, we, this is one of those stories that we just kind of fall into stealing from my, one of my favorite journalists uh, where we just put in the watch this space because it's ever evolving. Um, so we talked about, like, you know, how they had all that, it, how they had the problems with the racism and mm-hmm. um, I, I knew that people were saying it behind the scenes that they were racist. I didn't realize that they didn't have any members of color as far on their board or any anywhere in the organization um, I didn't know that it was just strictly vanilla like I, I I had no idea about that I'd heard the rumors about it being a pay for play scheme where you could pretty much just buy a golden globe like if you, if you kissed enough ass and if you you know you greased the right palms then you could get your golden globe um, and so I was like, OK, so I've been suspect about that for a while. But when this story just kind of blew up, I guess, within the last year, I didn't realize how bad or how deep their troubles really ran. And so, um, you know, after this year's Golden Globes, they go and they get um, they hired the real life Olivia Pope. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on her name right now. Uh, But they hire her. She quits within three weeks. Um, Damn. Yeah. She, uh, you know, and for those who don't know, um, Olivia Pope on Scandal was based after um, a real life woman. And um, so she quit after three weeks. They tried to bring her in and she was like, oh, her name is Judy Smith. And so she's she's one of the power brokers in the PR world. Uh, She's a fixer if you if she can't fix it you're fucked so that kind of let me know that oh my god this is worse than i thought they went and also hired some dude who some diversity champion from usc um and he he and smith were butting heads a lot and she was like he's the one who supposedly came up with the random number of 13 um black uh members and uh because and he's Black. So I guess they were like, oh, well, if the Black man says it, then you know. And not only that, he's Black and he's gay. So I guess they were like, well, if the Black gay man says it, then we're doing the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, But so after Judy Smith was like, oh, fuck this, I'm out. Shonda Rhimes and Ava DuVernay were like, fuck this, we're out. Like You know, they were kind of like hanging on behind the scenes. Like they had they been some of the biggest... um the centers against the globes. Um, I'm having word farts right now. The centers against the globes for years, and so when she was like, "I'm out," they were like, "Oh, like I said, this shit is fucked." So um, every, I guess, everyone else was waiting to see what the board was going to do with the changes. So, um, and you know, the PR people they had dropped out a while back, like that, that all like all of the big PR forums, and you can't get them to agree on anything. But they all came together to to agree on this. We're done with the globes. You're not getting our artists. Uh, and so when once they, they came out and it was a whole big deal I remember the day it was like a week ago a couple weeks ago they announced that the board had unanimously approved the sweeping changes uh, they, they're they getting rid of the racist old ass president who was just a whole nother story in and of itself this comes after the Oscars when one of their journalists at, basically um, calls Daniel Kulua a uh, Leslie Odom Jr. like just basically mixes them up and she, mm. she was like yeah after he wins the Oscar you know during the press or she asked him so what was it like working with Regina King what Ooh. And, and so he basically does that and she she goes on this whole thing you know like her not being nominated this year and how do you feel you know you getting a nomination and all that and he was like Excuse me, can you repeat the question? And I guess the way he looked at it, like he gave her that look, like huh? And and so she tries to clean it up, and when she tries to clean up, she goes, "I know y'all are gonna think I'm racist, but I wasn't. It was just, you know." And then she tried to say, well, something like because the writer, the writer director of Judas was his name was Shaka King, and I'm like, but. He, he was nominated like Best Picture and all that shit. So anyway, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's that kind of stuff that just kind of plays into their history. But after they announced all these sweeping changes and reforms, they were they thought they had done something. They were like, "Yay, give us our flowers! We did it! We did it!" Hold the phone, Hollywood was like, "Fuck you! You ain't done shit!" Like, oh, Damn. this is a start. They're like, yeah, it's a start. But what we now want to see is how y'all are going to actually implement this. You voted for it, but are you actually going to do it? And because basically, you know, how the way everything works with streaming and seasons running on top of each other, they're like, you don't have enough time to implement all of these changes and do it right and fix your problems before the next golden globes. So we're, they're like okay we'll we'll give you some credit for taking the first step but we actually want to see you take the rest of the steps before we come back in and so a lot of people are saying it's not enough it's too much too soon put your money where your mouth is and we're, we're done we're, we're off of this until you know until you show us you can do better and so NBC they were like yeah we are not going we are not going fuck with you this year not like that so um, they didn't break the contract as far as they're not, they didn't say that they were never going to air them again. They said if they have their shit together by the following year, then by 2022, 22, 23, then they'll air them. Um, and your boy, the king of doing too much, Tom Cruise, gave back his three Goldie Gloves. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> moving
1: on from that. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Come on now, you know, you know that was the, that was an awesome protest move, and exactly zero people have
1: followed. <laughs> Lee. Um Thank you, Eddie, for educating us <laughs> on what has been going on with the Golden Globes and the HFPA. Um, don't I'm nobody sorry. give two fucks about Tom Cruise and Golden
0: Globes. Hey dog, I'm waiting on Mission Impossible 8, what is this, 18, 19, whatever it is, I'm waiting on it. All right, my bad, we're being very unprofessional. Oh
1: my God, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Okay, um, moving on to one of our favorite topics ever. (laughs) I off with the the i guess the bad and go to the good hot sauce um, yes am talking hot sauce <laughs> so okay we say this every single time but of course our listeners know that we have truly become fans of k-pop since we were forced into quarantine last year and um we have different groups that we love there are some groups that we absolutely love together um BTS, TXT, and Hyphen, Got7. And then there are some groups that Eddie likes that I am not a fan of. And some groups that I love that Eddie is not a fan of. One of the groups that Eddie, um, well, not a fan of the whole group, but you're more a fan of, like, multiple members because they have 50 million members. Um, NCT, one of their subunits, NCT Dream, which is kind of like their teen unit. um, So it's their younger members. Um, came out with a new song because they're coming out with a full album, um, and the song is called Hot Sauce. And when you hear Hot Sauce, you're thinking like this: this this got to be like an underlining message or something like that. Like they're not really gonna make a song about hot sauce. Eddie, did they make a song about hot sauce?
0: The song is about hot sauce, not even Tabasco sauce, but hot sauce and. It's not hinting at the girl, you got that hot sauce. Not girl, you hot and I want that sauce. No. Not any horrible sweet, because this is a teen group. So not any type of, you know, innocent euphemism for something else. It's literally about hot sauce. Hot sauce.
1: <laughs>
0: I could not get through the song.
1: I could not get through the music video when it premiered because I do not understand how you make a whole song. Almost four minutes a song about hot sauce. How hot it tastes, pour it out. But they're talking about the hot sauce. Like this is not no, is no other message to the song, but hot sauce. They got yeah, hot sauce no- all over the music video. Like it is, it, it's, it's trash. It is absolutely horrible. And yet it premiered at number one. <laughs> On the iTunes charts. And I said, K-pop fans, I understand, like, you you love your groups, and I get it, but I'm going to say this right now, and ARMY, come at me if you want, but I swear to God, if BTS comes out with a song called Butter, and the song is actually
0: about Butter, we're going to have some real problems, okay? I told you, <laughs> Sugar, the king of swag, this is how that conversation goes, yo, Sugar, we got a new song, it's all in English, oh, okay, great, what is it? Butter, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's about butter. Um, There's no way in hell I'm singing or rapping about butter. It's a no. Sugar, no. No. Okay, I'm going to trust Eddie in the fact I don't that even think, I be... Look, I don't I, even think the most random, weirdest member, and as much as right. I love him, he is my bias. I don't even think B would go for that. He'd be like, what the fuck? So I, I'm hoping, I, because
1: I, I do believe that that is a perfect response of what Sugar would say, but I, I'm just because... I did not also think that NCT, the second most popular K-pop group, <laughs> would make a song about hot sauce. So hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed that none of my groups that I love, absolutely love, come out with some bullshit song like that.
0: Please and, don't. Please and don't, don't do a that. Full, a full disclaimer, I am not the biggest NCT fan. Like she said, I'm more of a fan of individual members of yes. the group. And um, NCT Dream is not my jam. Like, I'm more of a, I would wavy. Yeah. NCT 127. But NCT Dream and their hot sauce. So, like I said, if this is an appetizer or a teaser for the full album, it's going to be a hard pass for me, dog. Because even some of the other stuff that I've seen from this comeback in their album some of their other songs I'm like yeah not 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 my bad y'all. not my cup of tea yeah so, I can't and, and
1: and I do agree um if if I was to pick a like one of their subunits um NCT dream would actually be like at the bottom of the subunits that they have and I'm not even a fan of NCT I'm only a fan of like three members out of the whole entire like 50 million members that they have. Um, only three members are on my list, but not a fan of any of their songs. Um, but so, that's
0: a better news. Uh, <laughs> but okay, well, hold on, back up. While we're still speaking about NCT, um, are you excited to hear that they're they're kind of I'm not going to say copying, but they're following BTS's lead, and they are looking for they're they're trying to create NCT Hollywood, which is their American K-pop fan, and it's going to be like a reality show, I guess, kind of like Island, but the American okay. version of Island produced so with first, Mark Burnett.
1: Don't say it's
0: them copying BS,
1: BTS. I did not, not say that. Is, I said following their lead, but they're not following BTS lead because not BTS is big hit. So, <laughs> well, you <laughs> know <laughs> what I mean. No, but, but you, got, you, got, you got you got to make sure you got to make sure that you you put that out there. It's because... your birthday,
0: so I'm gonna allow you to be all <laughs> literal, and I'm not gonna <laughs> argue. My <laughs> bad for <laughs> that. my bad for not being I, clear, dog. My bad. My I, bad. I,
1: I I will say, I I have become a little sensitive to the fact that everything that BTS comes out with is considered to be like so original, like no one else has done it. And not to say that's what you did, but it's so original and nobody else has ever done it before. And, you know, so everybody is following after them. So if like a group comes and does something that BTS just happened to have done themselves, like all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're following BTS. Not necessarily true. Yes. I will agree with Super M, Um, but um, with the other like stuff, like BTS followed somebody with their whole concept, and I'm sure like you know they've set the standard for other people as well. But um, like yes, they're coming out with NCT Hollywood. I'm not into awards. I'm not award shows. Um, Competition shows. I can't even watch Kingdom, and you know how much I love Icon, and I can't even watch Kingdom, which is um um. A competition show that they're on. Uh so no, I'm not excited. I,
0: I, I can't I can't no,
1: nah, no, nah, I'm good.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't really watch I don't you know, I'm over the voice and shows like that. And like I said, I you know, I only watched Island when BTS was on there. Although I do like it hyphen. Um but I I was done when I when I saw Mark Burnett and we talked about those reasons. So yeah. I was like um, okay, so we'll see how it goes. Um, would I just not pay attention? Ultimately, the final product—I'm not invested enough to see what's going into making the hot sauce. Yeah. See what I did but there? The- <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would—I would pay attention to the final product. both both for B for the—I keep saying BTS, but for Hybe um, or Big Hit for what they're going to come up with, and for um, for SM. this, I, I would pay attention to the final product of it.
1: And I, I agree. I think I would love to see like what um, group they can come up with, especially seeing as how um, we may not be truly, we, not, we may not be fans of NCT or EXO or um, Super M, um, Shiny, and all the groups, although I kind of like Shiny now with their new comeback. Um, but FM has done a great job of turning NCT into the second most popular, you know, K- K-pop boy group so they, they do have skills in doing that so i'm excited to see what group they can form for at NCT hollywood and the same thing for big hit like i'm excited to see seen as how and um and hyphen is like just a great group that that was um they did a phenomenal job on creating and hyphen i'm excited to see what they can create with um from their show as well but i don't want to see the actual process like i'm not interested in it whatsoever
0: um, so we, we I guess we already hit on the comeback we're about a week away from Butter being released I'm excited I know you're cautiously optimistic after hot sauce that kind of dampens your excitement <laughs> <laughs> so, it um, does
1: and you know and how I feel about um all English um songs I I'm not a fan of them so I am very optimistic I'm just very cautious of like what they're going to come up with. I'm excited still, but I'm just not as verb like vocally as excited as um, you know, the rest of the fan base I guess would be. Um, but also I'm excited about TXT as well cuz they're having their their comeback is before is Their
0: comeback before... is in the
1: next week. No, 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 no. Their comeback is after BTS. Like I think it's they're uh, they're a-, a-, a week after BTS cuz they're Memorial Day weekend for us. And they're releasing they're their whole hits. album, right?
0: Yeah, and they're and releasing. BTS is just a yeah. yeah, single,
1: right? Yeah, I'm it's, sorry. It's, I yeah, it's off. just a single. No, 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 because BTS is coming out with their album. Their next album is supposed to be in June, I think. June or July is when they're supposed to be coming. So maybe they'll come out during their next um, anniversary um but txt is coming out with a full album yeah
0: so i'm excited I'm a, about that as well yeah because that trailer was sick like it that, was it was really it was it was it was on point i liked it. it it peaked i was like yeah that so again if that was the appetizer i'm ready for the full course like and they all look so great and i can can we still call pinky pinky since he went all black on us looking he, sexy as a mug pinky. He is pinkie forever, but okay. he
1: still looks good. Like, he's still my bias. I love, 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 love him so much. He's so awesome. Yeah.
0: So, um, and uh, you know. Speaking of uh, comeback. Speaking of comeback. Speaking of sexy. Speaking of appetizers and main course. JB. <laughs> switch it up. Yo. man. <laughs> <no. laughs> he is on his grown and sexy, sexy. fuck. Like, <laughs> I knew it would be different and I knew he was always into R&B and I know he He said he wanted to have an R&B solo career and I get that and signing with Jay Park's label was the perfect place to go the premier R&B label in in Korea um, on the come up you know he has a great roster so I I knew it wasn't going to be trash and I didn't expect trash from JB I wasn't expecting that though like that was just like he dropped the mic, he came hard. Like, I'm like, damn, <laughs> I, I will say he gave me the feel of what
1: Offshore has been releasing. Like, whenever he's releasing music with Offshore, um uh, which is like, I want to like, I wanted to call it like his side piece. <laughs> <laughs> One of his because you know, because you, know, you know, God Seven is his main piece, so <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Offshore, his side piece that I love, yeah, I love, I love, like, first of all, I love Juni, but I love Offshore, the music that they have put out. So you definitely knew, like, that was the direction that he was going to go in. And I think he did a phenomenal job as this being his first single, like, just coming out the gate extremely strong and I cannot I am hoping that he's working on a CD um I hope this is not going to be a one and done kind of thing and then kind of go back to like modeling because that's what he's been doing for the last couple months is he's been modeling because he is an extremely good looking guy um but yeah definitely definitely proud of um, his amazing comeback that he did
0: I think the well you know I think the modeling is is just a a side gig and I think it was also until he really fully decided what where he was going to do what he was going to do because a lot of people thought he might have stayed independent um, you know so I, I, I really don't think that he signed just to go back fully to mauling. I think I, I'm hoping, you know, he's been in and J B is one of those who just marches to the beat of his own drums too and does things on his own time frame. So, um, but I, I really think that this was a this was the uh appetizer, the teaser to the main course and yeah. Damn. Like he he did he, he did his thing, like grown and sexy and the song ain't just about light switches let me <laughs> 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 so you know if you want to make a song uh, and then j- listen to jb nct take some notes okay because yeah um there's so many things you could have done with hot sauce but never and, and
1: i i do want to say that um i am so happy that um Basically, it's complete. Um, All of Got Seven, every single member that left JYP rather than re signing after their seven year contract was over, every single one of them has signed to an agency or a record label. Um, Some of them to the same one, some of them to, um, you know, different um, labels and agencies. But um, for people who thought that they were just going to disappear into thin air because they didn't have the one of the big threes, um, JYPE, behind them, um, they're going to show you that they didn't need him because they did this on their own when they were Got Seven, and they're going to do a phenomenal job independently before they come back together for their. Um, reunion CD next year in 2022 so uh, Jackson with his own signed to his own label and as well as a talent agency um, for everything else um, Young Jay with his whole musical and you know acting um, definitely get back into his acting Bam Bam just uh, love Bam Bam <laughs> Bam Bam being his amazing self that dude is rich can I just say that how 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 amazingly rich Bam Bam is, but anyway, um, Yogi is with what is it called?
0: Uh, A-O-M-G. AOMG the rap higher like, higher is his R and B imprint, and A O M G is the rap it's his hip hop yeah it's
1: his it's his it's his hip hop um one, and so um that is the direction that he's going because he, I think he he says like he signed with them just because he really yeah. loves he really loves the fact that he's able to really get into his dancing. Um, because that's what he missed um, that he wasn't able to perform I guess at his full potential and then Jin Young you know with his whole acting career and everything like that um, you know doing his thing and then Mark just got signed to CAA which is a huge like artist agency in LA so they're doing amazing amazing things and I cannot wait to see what they come out with next
0: um, independently as well as together as a group and can i say that signing with jyp and signing with j park excuse me was the ultimate fuck you because jyp j, j park knows firsthand all the bullshit and drama at JYPE um having been part of that that group um that company yeah, he
1: was he was yeah cuz he was the leader of 2pm
0: and um, it, when he May didn't first leave be, out. he didn't leave on the best terms so you know um right wow i believe Is that it for this? Oh, one other thing, I want to say happy belated anniversary to one of our other favorites, Monster X. Celebrated six years this week. (gasps) Right! Yay! And they're They're coming
1: out. They they have their comeback in June. So yeah, with their mini album,
0: One of a Kind. And if you missed it, for my K-pop fans out there, uh, check them out on V Live. Their their celebration. They're also cute, Um, but their birthday celebration, um, they did a V Live for that. So um, I can't wait. We have a lot of K Pops coming up. So um, I can't wait to see what we're going to be talking about and reviewing. And by the next show, we will definitely have some words for butter. Um, I think it's going to be great. (laughs) We'll see if we can melt Tammy's cold, cold heart. See what I (laughs) did there? Hey, maybe someone from NCT is listening. They can see how to do it.
1: <laughs> oh my God, y'all do not entertain Eddie with the nonsense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, by the next time we talk, Butter will have been released, and we'll have a few comeback performances. And um, just one more BTS note. I know we try to not talk about them as much because we've dedicated whole shows to BTS. Ooh, yeah, but. Um, They did look phenomenal in those pictures. So good. <gasps> okay, wait, wait, Hold on. How are you gonna bring this up at the end
1: now? now <laughs> we, we, gotta, we, we gotta take a couple minutes and talk about this. Okay, so, um, yes. Yes, um, Jimin with his rainbow hair. Um, um Jin just looking as handsome as ever. Wild world, wild, wide world, hands. Hands, worldwide handsome. It's yes. just like, just absolutely phenomenal. Um, precious. Um, precious, precious. Yes, precious. Um, RM with his pink hair. Um, coming out with his pink hair. Last time it was blue. Now it's pink. And I'm loving it still. Um, Sugar just... I just love the fact that Sugar's back. Like, I feel like Sugar looks like the most, like, regular and normal <laughs> out of all of them. But I'm okay with that because we missed him so much. And thank goodness that he's back in time for this comeback. Um, v oh goodness <sighs> gorgeous B looks gorgeous B yeah like he he like he is sexy on a whole nother level like he like yeah like he 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 really is and you know like that that's that's all you I, I completely handed B over to you but I do have to acknowledge the fact that like in the group picture that they had with his side view I was just like that man is too good looking. <laughs> uh, he, knows, he knows how to own a camera. Like right? he oh. does. He he's phenomenal model. Like just just and the thing is it's like it makes him better because like he's such a genuine person that like I feel like it just makes him look even more sexy on how genuine you know he is in real life. Like he's just an an amazing person. Um who is Oh, Jay Hope.
0: Oh, blonde Jay Hope.
1: Blonde yes. Yo, okay, so <clears throat> J-Hope is always the least popular member of BTS. Don't don't come at me. Let's acknowledge reality. Let's acknowledge reality. But at the same time, I want to say that every single year, J-Hope gets more grown and sexy than the year before. I'm just going to put, like, yes. I think he looks phenomenal. And those white suits that, yes, whoever has been putting him in some white suits lately, Please continue. Their new this stylist is doing great. Oh, so amazing! Because he looks amazing in white, like Jay, Like he look, he owns white. Like he owns white. Like Jimin, Like Jimin is good in any color that he wears, but J. Hope looks amazing in white. Like just phenomenal. Um, can, can can I can I can I say an unpopular um comment? Go ahead. <sighs> My unpopular this is comment Tammy. is this, this is, is all me. me. This, this is all, this, this is all me, y'all. My unpopular um comment is I think the least um extraordinary part of that picture was that I don't think JK brought anything for me. Um he like I felt like it was a little sloppy on his side like so like he didn't put a care into it and I know it's not him because he's not his own style like you know he got styles and everything but I think out of everyone in that photo like JK was the least memorable to me for the concept photo that's just my opinion that's Tammy's opinion but like it was a phenomenal photo I'm so excited based on the concept photo for their comeback but he was the least exciting part of that whole photo but that's just me what you think Eddie? My
0: bad. <laughs> <I don't- laughs> okay I'm gonna make this real quick I'm not gonna say he was the least exciting I think he was the most poorly styled I hated his jacket um I loved is, is his that, hair is that what it is? yeah I loved his purple hair I love JK's purple hair I think he looked very he looked good I did not like his clothes I did not like his styling so um that may have been it uh what the the thing that was off, at least for me. Um, so I I liked the way he looked outside. I just didn't like the way he was styled. I loved the hair. I loved the hair being pulled back. I loved it being a little wispy in his face. But it was the it was the jacket for me. Um, mm. I I didn't like it. So they you know, but. um... So we will, I guess, definitely talk more about Butter, Break It Down, and yes, what else next time up in the next couple weeks. So until next time, thank you for joining us. And be sure <laughs> to keep up with the latest daily on, um, your latest, I can't even talk now. Da- I'm so excited. Daily Wind Down. Daily Wind Down. <laughs> the Daily Wind Down at com for the latest in entertainment and pop culture news. That does it for the Wind Down Rewind I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Bye. Bye.